We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So there's not a whole lot of like Tarkov related. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax, bro. Jesus, Dude, all you do. I'm just trying. Yeah, <laughs> he just gonna... started and you're already f***ing molding. There's not that much news this week. What do you want? Stop complaining. Oh, my. You've, you're just so negative Dude, all you the time. you like scared me. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everyone? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the progress things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Dardu. Uh, and I am uh, a sellout. Sandstorm. Come on. Oh, a sellout. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. you like cyberpunk? No. Oh. <laughs> no, dude. I'm... I just... I. I I'm clearly milking impression farming the hate wave for cloud chasing I, every all of the oh keywords my I've god used yeah, to yeah 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 because naturally when people want to like low effort cloud chase drama farm they make a two-hour <laughs> a two-hour uh, fucking of documentary. course <laughs> of course that's what every everybody that wants to quickly and easily cash in on some clout. Two-hour documentary is the first thing they go to. Yep. Yeah, so I just had to tell everybody I'm sorry. Yeah, I but at least you're finally admitting it, you freaking yeah. Tarkov simp. <laughs> imagine. Imagine. <laughs> dude oh that reminds me uh i was playing with valiant today and he was like dude he was like i have to tell you about this he posted a tiktok and it was just like uh, me and him playing it was a thing and then somebody commented on the tiktok and was like is that jesse kazam wouldn't know because he's not constantly complaining about the game or whatever like he wasn't complaining about the game right now and valiant was like wait what do you mean and then the guy was like all he does is complain about tarkov and then Velian was like, have you ever been to his stream? Like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I mean, they do the podcast and they just complain about Tarkov all the time. And so he was like, oh, so he doesn't complain about all the time. You just watch a podcast about basically hating Tarkov. It was just phenomenal. Phenomenal. Dude, it's crazy. Like, I'm actually really impressed at how people are able to watch 14 seconds of a video and then judge me in my entire life or you and your entire yeah. like, they Everything they know they need to know about you 
they know from watching an episode and a half of a podcast and or, then they can just say this is who they are as a human. Or the the other thing that gets me almost more than that is like say what you mean. You know what I mean? Like if you're if you think all I do is complain, like stick to those guns. You know what I mean? Because it's so it's just the the I respect that more what what did we do i remember editing the clips of a podcast where you where you said that where you were like don't you were like mauling about some do not stick in his guns i don't remember but it's just like that the th- i respect you oh, more I know what you're yeah you were like, i can't remember what happened it wasn't nikita it was like somebody i don't remember but like the most embarrassing thing for you is just like the goalpost moving you know what i mean so so that's that was what i find funny is like all he does is complain and he's like when it was like, well, on the podcast. And I was like, oh, so a podcast he does for two hours a week and half of that maybe is she's talking about Tarkov and he complains. But all and, and he like, does like is complain. 40, like 40%, 40%, 40% of, yeah. 40% of the conversation that takes up 40% of a two-hour podcast that they do once, once a week. a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah might yeah. be... V- constructive criticism plus normal gamer molding yeah but everything you know your entire content creation career yeah, exactly you could even make the argument that recently i have been complaining quite a bit but just like when people as soon as they're pressed a little bit it's like what do you mean by that and they're like well i didn't you know i didn't mean this it's like say what you mean man stick to your guns like come on yeah it's so it's it's so funny. Uh, I I almost responded, but I ended up not because it, you know determined that it was, you know, like just not. It wasn't yeah. you know worth having the conversation. But um, you know, it was something along the lines of like my entire career is all about Starfield being a bad game, and you know, even though yep. I have five hundred and fifty whatever videos, right? And the the four that I've made on Starfield, uh, yep. Are your it's whole only career. it's only because I'm it was all leading to this. I'm desperately trying to be relevant because the last video, the like the second video that I did after my <sighs> Starfield is bad video, it uh, completely bombed. Mm-hmm. And then I went and I googled what a crowd of twenty thousand people looks like, and then realized that's how many people watch my video and was such a bomb. Yep, man, man, such a fucking bomb. Can you imagine? Yep. Yep. Can you even imagine? Unbelievable. Dude, can you fucking imagine? Like, okay. How embarrassing is it that only this many that only people? only this many people watched my video. <laughs> fucking embarrassing, embarrassing, dude. Yep. Yep. <laughs> well, that's my that's going to be my new thing. I'm just going to start googling like to make myself feel better yeah. whenever numbers are involved. It's like, "Oh yeah, this didn't get 80,000 views. It's already only got 30,000." Oh, okay. It's it only got like, two Gillette stadiums worth. Yeah, of, yeah, know, dude. Like, I've yeah. It's the perspective is crazy. Perspective is crazy. Um if you want to hear us maul even more about content creation, this most recent episode was actually a banger. Uh just a just a friendly reminder Check out the the PP, the podcast, Patreon, patreon.com slash the podcast pod. We have an exclusive extra episode every single week. This week, we got into a lot of stuff. We got into 
what it's like having kids, what it's like having to take the lessons I teach my five-year-old son and teach Twitch chatters, those same, very same lessons verbatim. It was a, it was a, it was a great episode. So yeah, that'll be yeah. linked down below. All the support over there has been crazy recently. So thank you guys yeah, so much. brother. Um, <laughs> so there's not a whole lot of like Tarkov related. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Relax, bro. Jesus. Dude, all you do. I'm just trying. Yeah. <laughs> You just started and you're already fucking molding. There's not that much news this week. What do you want? Stop complaining. Oh my, you've, you're just so negative Dude, all the you time. You like scared me. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, what you get for being so fucking negative like, all the what time, bro. The hell, dude. Um, <sighs> there's not. There's not a whole lot of. There's not a whole lot of Tarkov news going on, um, <clears throat> other than. They did the um, what I don't remember what it's called the Tokyo Game Show. Um, oh, uh, most extreme elimination challenge. Yeah, <laughs> yo, Nikita was on NXC. We, dude, you made that joke last week, and it's just as funny this week. I'm, did I? Yes. I've invoked, I've invoked the fucking but Danny Blankenship's TV show twice oh, in the yes. last twenty years. Yes. Um, okay, so the only, so that happened, it, it was obviously, um, arena focused. Where the hell did Discord go? Um, I'm gonna send you this screenshot. It was arena focused, but like, the, uh, the Gamescom was where we got like a lot of the information. But what happened as a result was like IGN got a hold of like, nine you know nine minutes of uncut you know they just post the video nine minutes of uncut you know pure uncut gone colombian, colombian footage yes yes some of that pure uncut colombian footage um absolutely and the only really interesting thing so uh, dude well actually you should watch it because it's hilarious like like this is like ign this is like we're gonna give footage to ign what do we want? 30 seconds in, somebody's like team killing each other, <laughs> like dudes getting oh. hitting the leg and like limping. <laughs> like, Bro, what? Like, I was like IGN used to be a respected fucking outlet, dude. Film some of Glorious's footage and send that to IGN. It was just funny the the footage that they chose to send over there. I don't know. Um anyways, all that to say, the only interesting tidbit, there wasn't a QA, there wasn't like a big thing from Nikita or something. The interesting thing was, and I sent you this screenshot, and it's like, I can't get rid of the annotations so we can't see everything because <clears throat> this is literally like the last few frames of the video. But this was interesting because what we got to see is a little bit of what we've been wondering about, which is things like how much money can you make from around? How much XP are you getting from around? Right? So... As you can see there, he made this. So this is a nine minute clip. And I think that's a basically about how long this round of arena. Well, like there were like five rounds in this video, in this video, in this video, this arena match was like nine minutes long. So approximately a little bit shorter than the length of a raid. But like I'm in and out in raids in less than 10 minutes a lot. If you kill a few people or die, right? Oh, yes. Little Veritas. <laughs> so tiny. Um, And he made... 185,000 rubles and lost 50,000 of it 
I actually think that was because of the team kill. I actually think he lost money because he team killed. Oh, you fucking idiot! <laughs> Which means I'm going to be broke in Arena. Uh, a few other things, and he ended up with 92,000 rubles. And then over on the right, he made 1,000 XP. 550 Whoa. for combat and 500 because they won. <laughs> so, basically... And then you can see the rank. I think they were playing ranked. The GLP is the currency oh or whatever God. rank. Anyways, all that to say, that's it. That's really it. That's all the interesting stuff. But it put aside some of my fears about like power leveling in arena, right? Like 1000 XP is not much for winning a 10 minute round. You know what I mean? Of a yeah, but he also probably got zero kills. Oh, no, he got kills. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like the, uh, I don't know, like I can go back and see how much he got. I don't know if this is John. We're playing at seven kills, three deaths. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So interesting stuff because here's the thing, right? Is that, oh, yeah, he had, he was, this is Voodoo. He had seven kills, four deaths. The thing is, is that it doesn't matter. Like, this is what what I was worried about personally was like being able to just play a few rounds in arena and then like power level, you know, either your skills or money. You know what I mean? If it's like really easy to just like grind tons of money and then transfer that to Tarkov and then have whatever you want. But in arena level doesn't matter as much. I guess the higher level you are, the more like gear presets you have to unlock. Level and money matter less in Arena, I feel like, because the whole point of Arena is that you'll always have a free kit. Like, you can always, it always recycle it. If you want to grind, you can. So this set aside some of my fears that the ratio isn't going to be, like, if this is an accurate representation, your 10 minutes are much better spent in a Tarkov raid if you're trying well, to minute, XP, minute. XP farm. If you, if you do a customs raid... And you get like two, if you get like uh, two PMC kills and like two scav kills. Yeah. Aren't you getting like 5,000 XP or something? Yeah. And that takes like 45 minutes. So, like, oh, uh, I it, mean, let, it depends. I'd be willing to bet you that I will level up, I would level up significantly faster playing Arena than I would playing Tarkov normally. Maybe initially, like maybe off the rip when levels are, are not worth you know, or when levels are a very small amount of XP. Um, I don't think people are spending 45 minutes in raids. The thing is, and I think this is the point you're making, well, no, is that you can get... 20 in queue. Yeah, in and queue, then... and yeah, and in your stash. Um, but, yeah, it's, uh, I think it's 160... I actually looked this up the other day, unrelated, but I think it's like 165,000 XP to get to level 15. And, like, assuming you're completing quests... You know what I mean? Like, those are boosts to XP. Um, basically, at every level, you know what I mean? If you're level 30, you have so many quests that you can be completing in raid that really mean you're making more XP per. And if you're at the higher end, if I'm level 45 in Tarkov or 46 in Tarkov, my dailies give me between 35 and 50,000 XP to complete those dailies. So on top of the XP I'm getting in those raids... If XP was my goal, I would my time would be better spent in Tarkov. I feel like if you're like level forty or above, then yeah. playing playing normal raids was probably more. Yeah. But like 
and of course like uh, i don't know yeah but my gut my gut is telling me that if you take into consideration how much time you spend in your stash how much time you spend in queue yeah and how much time you spend in raids not getting the xp that you fucking deserve yeah. from all the pmc kills and how yeah. many times you're unable to do quests and then for sure for sure so but i guess i wonder what the average xp yeah. per hour is because if it if it comes down to like I, yeah, i'm just yeah, gonna yeah. i'm just gonna go with the assumption that let's say like i'm better than the ign guy and i can get 2000 xp yeah for every for every eight minutes or nine minutes of yeah. gameplay that could very well be better than if i in the course of like two or three hours than if i did three raids and i survived one of them <laughs> true true but but i guess what i'm saying is that like even if that's true a little bit of my fears are put aside because i was worried it was going to be like more of a proper Tarkov XP ratio, but per arena match, and that that was going to really yeah. skew things. Like I, I was so worried getting like fifty thousand XP. I was worried that seven kills in an arena match was going to mean 4,800 4, XP per nine minutes, and that it was going to be skewed. Because because even if you're right, even if like a, an average person just grinding arena, getting a few kills and a few deaths versus the average person's uh like XP per hour in Tarkov, like you said, queuing, waiting for a friend, they run a scav raid, they're not Spitting doing XP. Bushes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, even if it's skewed that way, it seems like it'll level off. So I'm okay if people, you know, use the like like if it's slightly skewed more towards arena, if you're decent at combat, but you don't want to do the quests, you're f better spent playing arena for the first 35 or 40 levels, and then it skews the other way. I'm okay with that because I don't feel like that's too... My worry was just it was going to be very unbalanced. You know what I mean? It was just going to be really bad. It was going to be so much easier to get XP. And like you said, it's definitely going to be interesting to see, you know, you know, not the IGN guy. You know what I mean? Can you min-max experience in... in uh, in arena can you get a lot more than that and then the other thing was um are, are, do we know if they're gonna have like achievements or quests like daily whatever fucking battle pass and like arena that could potentially be like we we know there are going to be arena related quests in tarkov i don't even know what that could possibly mean um, but we don't know about the other way around. I don't know if there's going to be like daily achievements, you know, to, you know, kill 10 PMCs with this gun, you know, a la Call of Duty or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, I still think like, I'm still concerned and worried, you know what I mean? Cause like, it's interesting now that you say that when we talk about money, you know, he ended up with 90,000 rubles for that nine minutes. How, the question is, how long does it take to get into another arena round? If it's five minutes or is it one minute? You know what I mean? Because if it's if you can make 100,000 rubles per nine minute or more per, per nine minute run and only with one minute of downtime, not dying and losing all the stuff, not, you know, like that could be a, a money farm as well. So it'll be yeah, interesting. And, and I, would, I, I would probably um, I would almost definitely make a lot more money in arena than like yeah. uh, i need to try well because i don't fucking care about see that's the I, thing I, I, because i don't craft yeah and i don't like min max looting yeah i'm like breaking even and that's the thing and that'll almost be okay if this is like you know a lot of people have said for a while they want pvp to be profitable in tarkov again it, it, this might almost be the way where like if you're a pvp focused guy and you don't really care to like loot the map 
spending your time at arena and grinding up some money and then hopping back to Tarkov to spend your money on kits might be worth it. I yeah. feel like I could make more than that in like running streets frequently. Like I have all my keys and I run streets and I can grind through it. And I feel like I can make more money than that doing that, especially, you know, it there's RNG and mud, there's going to be much more RNG in Tarkov. Like I could find a check 15 key in a jacket and that's 4 million rubles right there. Or I could not, you know, um, but as long as, as long as there's, I was just worried that it was going to be like this, like arena is the better way to do everything. And then so, but, but if it's like this, if sometimes it's more efficient to do it in arena or, but we're, we're around here, I'm okay. I was just worried that it was going to be insane. So seeing those numbers, um, seeing those numbers, I don't know, put some of my fears aside, but not all of them. And the thing is, is that we still don't know, like how long does it take how long does it take to get into the next arena match? That's a huge yeah. question. That is a huge question that's going to yeah, determine the experience. Yeah, because if it's one minute, if, it, if, the, if the games are like eight or nine minutes and the queue time is one minute versus six minutes, you're literally talking about doubling, Yeah, right? It's like 16 yeah. minutes or eight or, you know, nine minutes, right? Yeah. It's almost it's almost doubling, doubling. the denominator, yes. right? Yes. So, so that's going to be a huge determining factor. We also don't know if things like xp and money are boosted or um detracted by playing ranked versus playing normal like you know what i mean uh yeah and we also and we also don't know like what whatever it's going to get released with whatever we see in the screenshots is going to be different than what they've released which is going to be different than yes. what it is a month a after month in, than, yep. than three months than six months then so it's like it's like ammo values right like if, if they introduce a new ammo and it was like it almost doesn't fucking matter what the stats are at first. For sure. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. Um, So <clears throat> I was glad we got the screenshot. But yeah, I'm definitely not like anchoring my like, see, well, they, it, this is it. Like you said, it's it's they were playing well, who knows what build. You know what I mean? Those numbers could all be placeholder. And then the other thing we know for a fact from the Q&A and from seeing some of the previous videos and screenshots is that like, <clears throat> um. I remember it was like, uh, I don't remember if it was on the website, but we talked about on the podcast. It was like a screenshot and one of the kits was like a meme kit. It was like a rhino revolver, no armor and like a scuffed helmet. And that kit cost a lot of money. That kit cost like five times the other kits because it had a little star at the bottom and it was like plus 15% XP gained. So we also know, because remember they said, like, remember I debated you because he said Magic the Gathering card system and you got excited, but it was not. We know it's going to be a card system where you're buying kits. And as a result of some of the information we've gotten recently, we know that some of those kits can have modifiers on them. So you might forfeit armor or better ammo for plus 10. And, and then the Rizzi one, the Rizzi kit, which is a double barrel shotgun and a balaclava it's like plus 10% money earned in arena as long as you have that card active. So so there's going to be a lot of like weird stuff to it um, that affect these things like cash flow and um, and leveling. Uh, and then we, all, we know that, you know, he said eventually it's going to be a high level unlock in the arena, which is the ability to basically take whatever gear you want from your stash. Like you could, you could, basically buy a card that says let me use my Tarkov gear and then build a kit. I'm but, gonna use my T7. Yeah. I mean that would be the worst thing to do in Arena. Um 
but we'll see. So I don't know. I'd, I'd rather use a T7 in Arena than yeah, a normal Tarkov because the thing with games like like this, like Arena-esque shooters, is how much knowledge and control you have yeah. that you don't have in Tarkov, right? There's, yeah. every Everything is unknown in Tarkov after the first 35 seconds yeah. of, of a raid, whereas you you know we're gonna know where everybody spawns and what the most common meta pathing is yeah pretty people are quickly, gonna be holding yeah. people are gonna be holding this angle I, <laughs> like mark my words there's gonna be the first week half the fucking content creators are gonna be like here are the five meta spots that you For need sure. to go that you spawn in on fucking dust to flash you here rush, you rush to be and then you hold this angle if you have a voodoo and, you know, nine times out of ten, someone's going to pop around the corner and then yep. someone else, you know, that's going to be the meta. Sure. It's going to be all about how to. It's funny, too, because, like, you know, there's there's always, like, map opinions. People are like, Shoreline's lame or, you know, or whatever. That's so that's going to be so much worse. Like, you know, I mean, think about Call of Duty. People will, like, abandon lobbies if certain maps come up. You know what I mean? And it'll be like that, where it's like if the map flow isn't right or if people hate it, it'll be. It'll be a whole different thing. That's why I'm really that's why I'm really excited to play at the very beginning because the, these games are the most fun before the metas form when everybody's just yeah. running around doing whatever, you know. Um <clears throat> and that experience is so different. Like you're going to experience that and then imagine you could like you get put in a coma fast forward to 6 months from now and then you're playing and it's it's a different game. Yeah. It's the same it's the same thing when I think about my first fucking day of high school. Oh yeah. I, I picture walking down the hallways looking trying to find the classroom, not knowing where to go, and I'm picturing a different building. Like it's yeah. it's, it's so not different. the same. I'm not the same person and I don't, you know, I have a mental model that's different of every so it's completely different than what it ends up being. Yep, 100%. Um so yeah. There were some interesting, I mean like so it's you know, the more I see about Arena, the more I get excited to play Arena. The gameplay, even the scuffed IGN, you know, or whoever was playing, even the like scuffed gameplay gets me excited for the gameplay. But then I also like there's but it also still continues to like, you know, concern me. And I have questions about like how it relates to Tarkov and money and gear and experience and leveling and XYZ. So we still definitely don't have all the questions answered. But like watching these after oh 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 i i now it only now occurred to me that, you, that you've been talking about a video that i have a screenshot of oh i mean yeah so i we, mean there's nothing specific in the video but it's just like yeah there's no, I some mean, yeah <laughs> I, I can just toss it up and we can see a little yeah. bit of it while, while you're talking um but like the the big thing that gets me excited is just seeing like spawn the rounds end quick and then you're just back in. You know what I mean? It's like the rounds are like two two minutes, two to three minutes, if no, like before the whatever, the cleaning crew starts coming out. And it's just quick PvP. Do you see that? <laughs> All right. Home, homeboy is also, he fucked up though. Oh yeah. The guy just ran right in front of his teammate. Um, oh, I'd be prone right there. Yeah. Oh, see that freaking. See, but then that aim punch and the freaking. The aim punch and the limp just make me sad. Like, look at that, dude. Does like, have a in an killer? arena shooter. Yeah, most kids... Which, is, which are... is exactly why I would be prone. That's another oh, reason yeah. why... Oh, yeah, the being, prone play. See, be, being prone right there, you shoot them, 
you get double peaked. Yeah, and you just hold mouse one, dude. By the time they fucking they come back, you're on the ground. You're gonna there. It's gonna take so long for them to visually distinguish you from all the corpses. Yep. Instantly, their brain is gonna say, "Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he must have gone back around that." And then, deadsville. Instead, he fucking tries to point fire while limping, (laughs) while getting shot. Um, but it's just like seeing like what gets me super excited is just the, the, how quick everybody just gets back in. You know what I mean? Like, I I mean, I'm preaching to the choir here. How many thousands of hours of Tarkov do you have? And just like how much, like when you die, 50% of your death is like frustrating that you lost your gear or your quest. And then the other 50% is like, I have to go back to my stash. I have to kid up again. I have to do, you know what I mean? And just every time I watch these arena videos, I'm like, oh my God, just being right back into the action with each round is very exciting. It's interesting like how he has his mags split up. Like this card, this kit, whatever he has, he's got 40 round mags and 60 round mags and they have different ammos in them, which is weird. Oh, I would be I would be dragging and dropping one of those into my fucking backpack. Yeah. So that so that it didn't use them. Yeah, hundred percent. There's one. There's one that I prefer. Yeah. There's like know? one with AP and then one with like a leg mat around, and you don't want to accidentally swap to that. But they have painkillers. Like I would have popped it just right at the beginning, and you know, in case you get into a fight. Um, they've got like hex grids on. I don't know, you know, if these are like end game accounts or whatever. Um, but it's interesting. So, and another thing, interesting thing to talk about is like the team killing, right? So team killing is on and the identifiers, I don't know if you noticed, but like, so in Tarkov, we have the armbands in arena. There's an armband on both arm. So they did actually like specifically try to make uh friendly mm. markers a little bit more visible and they're much brighter colors and they don't clip underneath the armor and all of the things I've seen, they're bright. It's red and blue and they always sit on top of the armor and there's one on each arm. Now, how did team he, killing how will he still determine that was absolutely. A yeah, from there, I don't know, bro. I don't know. So the team killing is still absolutely going to be brutal. Oh, uh, you know what? Is it also Usec versus Bear, or are you just whatever your character is? I actually don't know. That's a great question. It would be really smart would... if it was Usec versus Bear. That'd be yeah, because because that, that also like you know with CS:GO the terrorist versus yep. Um, that would be so smart. Terrace versus Murricans. I don't remember what the other. If fucking... it was Bear versus Usac. But so yeah, man. I don't know. It's uh, <clears throat> it's interesting. Well, I mean, at least they don't have the same dude. Yep, dude. And <laughs> that's the thing. The bugs. People were saying that, dude. It's like in the video that they're giving to IGN. It's the same bugs of like things not popping in. Oh man. Yep. Yeah, just stand out, dude. Yep. Yikes. So was this a video they gave to IGN or I, did they give a build to IGN? I think that this is just like random footage they captured from the game show and then just gave to IGN. But I don't know that. I don't know if they let the IGN guys play it and then the IGN guys just recorded their play session. I don't know. I mean, honestly, like what the gameplay that I'm seeing is far more competent than I would assume from IGN. Yeah. And I mean it was it was probably just people that were there and excited to play and I I wouldn't be putting up my best numbers, you know what I mean, at no, a game but, show, but you, you know. No, but you can 
but here's the thing if you had never played escape from tarkov before you, you this is someone who has, yeah yeah absolutely has, played Tarkov. you know three or four digit hours yeah in the game yep because tarkov is so fucking clumsy yeah that's true if you didn't know you're new yeah you're right you're right this is definitely somebody that plays tarkov was that like a grizzly on the couch like i wonder if he could have looted that looks like it yeah Interesting. Enhance. 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 It is a grizzly. Confirmed. Yeah, yeah. Can't you see? It is. A, that looks like a fucking jack-o'-lantern body pillow. Yeah. And by that, I mean not even just like just a couch pillow. pillow. Yeah, just couch pillow. Is it 10 out of 10 IGN? Someone in chat said, oh, God, let me get me fucking started. Oh, dude. yeah, dude. They're going to give Arena oh, a 10 out of 10. Oh, my God. They've already given it a 10 out of 10. I yeah. guarantee you. ESG already paid them off for the 10 out of 10. Fucking clowns, man. But, yeah. So, uh, the, the most interesting thing from it was the um, end screen. It does look like I'm seeing you, Sex, and Bears on the same team, which is a missed opportunity, isn't it? Yeah. Um. But how are how are people so fucking deaf? <laughs> I mean, those are I, I, never mind. Yeah, I'm never just never mind. Those I are I, questions. Those the biggest question I have, man, is around the audio. You know, honestly, like this, they shouldn't have a single occlusion zone in this entire map. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? I mean, there really shouldn't be. Yeah. But. Just make just make it fucking fully like fully directional. No need to make any occlusion zones. Easy peasy. Yep. We'll see, man. We we will we will we will we we, 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 will, we, we. But I want to play it. I want to play it so bad, so bad. I want to play it. Um. Someone asked me today how much, like, how much of a donation. Um, would it take for you to play Tarkov right now? And I'm like, okay, for one for one day of playing Tarkov, I was gonna say five thousand, uh, but I ended up saying one thousand because I figured, like, listen, I could get my wife something really nice yeah. with that. And and if to take a step back, if someone was like, not a Twitch chatter, but you know, like, yeah. A genie comes out of the lamp and says, hey, okay, you can have whatever you want up to $1,000 for you and your wife. And as payment, you need to play Tarkov for a day. I'd be like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Yep. So then I said 1000 And then someone asked how much it would take for me to play with you for a whole day. And for some reason, I said 2000 <laughs> Which, as soon as... It like tracked in my head that like that should be more, but then I realized like it would be more fun. <laughs> but basically, I was like, yeah, you know what? Fine, two thousand, and uh, it, it, someone was like, and then you'd split it with them, right? And I'm like, mm, why the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, why, dude? He already plays. What do the you game. mean? He He's gonna do it anyway. He yeah, he doesn't need the incentive. Yeah. But I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. I'm like, fine. Someone wants to donate fucking two grand. One of it goes to Jesse. No way. One of it goes to wifey, and I'll play Tarkov for a day. And you'll never guess what happened. Nobody Nobody donated. <laughs> nope. You could, it's funny, you should, like, one day you should revisit Tarkov and play the way you played Starfield. Where, like, 
it doesn't matter anymore and you're just like reveling in the hilarity of it that's exactly what i said i'm like honestly one day wouldn't even be like torturous it wouldn't be terrible because i wouldn't care it would would just be me laughing at how bad the game was yeah just like starfield yep so yeah yeah. dude it's oh i mean listen we're you know i i'm hobbling along playing streets the the ratting epidemic the armageddon that we talked about last week is continued the literal last raid the literal last raid of the day dude we're like fighting some dude who throws a bunch of grenades and then he doesn't move he's got a he's got a lapua magnum he's got the mark 18 shooting ap he kills one of us so then me and Erwin were like well I, okay well i guess we have to go around and flank this guy because he's not gonna move and while we're on our flank Erwin gets one tapped from a dude sitting up on a balcony so then I'm like, okay, I got to flank this guy while I'm on the way to my flank. And I, so then I start to flank the other guy that kills Airwing, run into another Did guy. you flank the flank? Is that just running directly at them? Pretty much. I'm trying to flank the guy that now killed Airwing. I run into another guy. I kill this guy. I loot this guy. I'm trying to figure out where this guy is. I go over all that time. The guy that killed Airwing, exact same spot he killed Airwing from. Hasn't moved to loot Airwing, exact same spot. I go to that building and I like wait and I hear some audio up there. So then I start moving up the building and then he starts taunting at me. He starts taunting. We got a rat here. Damn it. At me. And I was like, you actual. We got a rat. Stop ratting. Stop hiding. And so I was wiping back and I'm like, bro, you push me. Anyways. I all the way up the stairs. Still killed his ass. The same room. The same room he was in, the same balcony he killed Erwin from after all this time. He's, you know, running back and forth by the door. He's jiggle, jiggle shooting. I mean, every literally doing everything in his humanly possible to not move and expose any part of his body to me. And I get him with the old M67. They always bait him with the fuse time, dude. I throw the M67. He immediately scurries. I peek because I know I've got plenty of time on the fuse. Then every, it gets quiet, and he's like, what's happening? Then the nade blows up. I'm already pre-pushing the nade. I kill this guy. Before I can even celebrate, his buddy comes emerging from a different room and kills me. They were just... Dude, they were just... And I was like, you know what? Whatever. Whatever. It's, it's just the way it is, man. You know what, how, what I picture... Um... Whenever, whenever I think about those kinds of guys in there, um, what's the name of the movie? This one. <laughs> this is what I picture. I just want to apologize <laughs> to Mike's mom and Josh's mom and my mom. <laughs> And I'm sorry to everyone. Yep. That's pretty it's much that. it. That's pretty much it. Yeah, you know what I feel like with this fucking stupid setup, I literally feel like with like Baba Booey on Howard Stern show. Just like the 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 fucking random dude that doesn't belong that's just like playing like pulling stuff sound, up. Yeah. Soundboard oh shit. Oh my god. It's just like, oh god, what are you doing here? That's what I feel like. Oh shit. Oh. So it dude, it was, you know. 
And that insult to injury was with the SVT, which I've been walling about all web. But I mean, listen, it is what it is. I've I've got basically I took everything that we talked about last week and I scripted it out and I'm making a video about it because like ultimately, as frustrating as it is, and as much as I hate it, and as much as I'm going to mauled about it, it's basically what we said last time. It's like it's always going to end that way. It's like this is the logical conclusion of Tarkov right now, right? Like when yeah. you can't trust what you can see, when you can't trust what you can hear, when every single thing you do is louder than any of the audio you hear of your opponent, and when. You know, I, it's it's so funny, man. People are like, in the same breath, they'll be like, dude, the new painkiller effect worked. People aren't painkillering anymore. People aren't pre-popping anymore. Why is everybody ratting? It's like... Did one you, of these things is exactly like the other. Do you, do you <laughs> see it? You know what I mean? I was, like, I was like, it used to be when you got shot in the leg, it was super toxic, so you couldn't move. So you would pre-pop, so you could move. They didn't fix getting shot in the leg. Now you just don't want to pre-pop. What do we think is going to happen as a result? Making Taking painkillers toxic. Do we think more or less people will move around the map? So it's just funny that, you know, so like I said, it's like I'm not defending it. I'm still trying to like run around and fight people or whatever. But it is the logical conclusion of the game right now. It's the only effective strategy, you know, really. Unless you have 10,000 hours in the game and you can farm up money, right? Like, I know I will never run out of money, which means I know I'll never run out of gear, which means I can just push some guy and die to his teammate sitting in the room. And it's frustrating, but it's not frustrating like it is for Johnny, who only has 200 hours, which is yeah. why I understand Johnny ends up ratting. I don't want Johnny to rat. When Johnny kills me, I will scream, what a rat. Like, it's it's yeah. both things are true. It's like, I'm not defending. I wish that he wouldn't rat, but... I, well, I, if he doesn't have the experience in Tarkov to basically just have unlimited money like I do, I understand that like he can't trust what he can see. He can't trust what he can hear. And getting shot at all is super toxic. So what the hell else is he going to do? If he hears something, he's going to turtle up until he gets the opportunity to one tap me. And it's like... He's, he's AFK in a room. He's playing Starfield on his Xbox. And then he's just sitting there waiting for footsteps. Yeah. He's not paying attention to either game because he's watching TikTok on his phone. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, so I get it. You know what I mean? It sucks, but I get it. But, um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. Nothing really, nothing really new in the Tarkov space. I was trying to think if there were any like balancing changes or tweets or anything. The worst part about the, uh, the worst part about the the whole like conversation, just like uh, constantly being like, you know, rats, Chad, you know, this, 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 you know, the, the really prevalent opinion here that, you know, the, the new like trendy thing to just regurgitate at any given opportunity is like this wipe is full of rats. Everybody's ratting, you know, rat, 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 rat. And it's hard because like I will often yell when a guy really is ratting me, I'll yell what a freaking rat, you know what I mean? But everybody it's like the cheating thing where it's like every time you died there was that while every time you died everyone was like sus 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 and it's like every time you die it's like rat what a rat what a rat and sometimes i'm like oh he's not a rat I literally heard him full sprint to me <laughs> and kill me what do you mean he's ratting but the the flip side of that is like the amount of times i ha i've like 
I like kill a guy, I run, I flank, I kill another guy, an AI sniper scav shoots me, I kill a guy, I reload, I run, I kill another guy, I full sprint over here, I get to cover, and I start packing a mag, and then somebody goes, you ratting? Are you ratting, bro? And I'm like, dude, I, I had killed, I killed a dude that was... That was like full blown like ratting. He was like prone up on top of a connex with nothing but like an AVT. Like like when you think of like rat, you know, like he he it was like a jump spot. You have to jump on the sandbags to jump on the corrugated sheet metal to jump on the connex to rat. And I killed the guy and I was going up there to loot him. But it looked like I was just up there and somebody was like, oh, you in Stankrat's rat spot. I was like, bro, you I, no, I just killed this guy. I'm going to loot him. So like that's been the the worst part is it just like if somebody happens to click on your stream in a moment that you're not forehead to the W key, it's like you heading, bro. <laughs> this is a stank rat stream, resident sleeper, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> chill. This fucking degenerate. This is what I was watching a fucking TikTok from from this uh, from this teacher who was talking about how she's like a seventh grade teacher and all of her kids have like the math and reading oh. skills of of from second to fourth grade. Yeah, they like can't point out what state they live in. Uh, they don't know what state they live in. Couldn't point to it on a map. And mm. these are the these are the people that are. They're, they can't do any of those things, but they're capable of typing twitch.tv and then clicking on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are the these are the people that we're dealing with. Like yeah. just the D, the D gen. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Truly. <laughs> um, but that's uh that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it with the uh with the Tarkov shenanigans. But before we move on. I do want to take a second and thank the first sponsor for this week's episode, and that is Factor. With a Bro, busy... you know what I'm having for dinner? <sighs> what? You know what I'm having for dinner? What? I literally got a text message like three minutes ago. The butternut squash. Ooh! And sage chicken macaroni. Ooh! Whoa. Waifu is cooking that up for me, and I'm so fucking excited. Yes, dude. To get that Factor. Mm, dude. Sage chicken macaroni sounds delicious. Um, but yeah, with uh, with a busy fall season already in swing, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor is America's number one ready-to-eat meal uh, meal kit. It's got chef-prepared, dietitian-approved, ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. This is great. We love Factor. We've been sponsored by them for a while, and it's such. Literally, we, I talk about this every time, but this is my personal experience. I hate, 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 hate cooking food while streaming. I hate being away from the desk. I hate running out there and like preparing a sandwich or doing something. So I just end up grabbing Hot Pockets or something because I can just microwave it or some or whatever. So having a ready to eat meal kits is super awesome, super convenient, and uh, and they're delicious. Yeah, and they have everything like if, if you're, I'm super I'm super picky, right? Like yeah. I'm I'm not really into fish. Um, I'm not really into like a lot of the more obscure vegetable stuff. Yeah. And now granted they make it look good. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> maybe. So maybe one of these days I will try, I will try uh, one of those options, but I mean, they've got everything from, you know, vegetarian stuff to, yep. you know, more health conscious stuff to family stuff. I mean, they've just got, 
they've just got all the things. Yep. So which is super, yeah, super convenient. There's 34 weekly flavor packed, um, fresh, never frozen meals. So tons of variety. You can do like gourmet options, which are like even more premium ingredients. They have uh like over 45 add-ons. We always talk about the the um, smoothies that they smoothies, do, the like bro. pre-made, pre-bottled smoothies. So like tons of different add-ons that are in the same vein of just like ready to go, ready to eat, ready to drink, um, stuff like that. That's super good. Uh, once again, as speaking of like uh, convenience and being able to customize, there's like protein plus meals with over 30 grams of protein per serving. So like you really can cater it to what you like uh, and um, what you're going for out of like your meals which is awesome because the convenience is nice, but if it's convenient and gross or convenient and not the type of food you want to eat, that's one thing. So the flexibility of it and the scalability of how many different menu items and stuff uh, is pretty sick. So um, uh, so you can head to factormeals.com slash podcast50 and use code podcast50 to get 50% off. That is code podcast50 at factormeals.com slash podcast50 to get 50% off. That's how satisfied. <laughs> so I am knowing. Thank you so much to Factor for sponsoring this episode. Um, so tell me about Cyberpunk. You have... I'm going to... I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to show you. Oh, um, show me. Something real quick because... The, the game Show me so the far has been incredible, and people have been asking me, like, bro, what build are you going for? And, like, to me, oh. I've, just been, I've been playing it like an interactive movie. It's just so fucking immersive. Hell yeah. With the music. Like, have you seen John Wick? Oh, yeah. Okay, Christ, I was getting ready for another, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. gut punch. I was, like, secretly in my head, I was like, thank Christ he's in a movie I've seen. <laughs> Um, you know how like he would just you know all you hear is like oh yeah, that's like literally what so many of the fucking so many of the scenes are. Um, and actually, I don't know. Did you get a chance to see? We'll get to this afterwards, but um, did you get a free two hours to watch my mega long video? No, not yet, not yet. So I have I have a little bit that that maybe I can show some of the footage of just like me in the first few hours of playing because I I played Cyberpunk the day before I released my video and I had to like stop the presses and put in like a five minute really about dude because it was so good. That's actually epic. But so what I didn't, what I still don't realize is the extent of the things that you can do. In cyberpunk, in the game, I'm gonna show you this like TikTok, and yeah, just 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 watch. This is real gameplay. Dude.
Jesus Christ. Fucking. Yep. So now it's like, oh, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Like, yep. Yeah. Um, so that's what I'm going to do. It's so it's so funky because like if you approach the combat in that in the, in that game like you approach it some other games it like looks really awkward and clunky. Yeah. There's like something special about doing it I, and I do it about 10% of the time where I'm like fighting a couple of guys and like sometimes I'll frantically like missing with all the things and I look like a complete and utter idiot. Yeah. And then there are a few other times where, um, it's like, yo, that was so fucking badass. Yep. Uh, dude, I was watching shroud play cyberpunk and like, he's like specking, he's like late game character. He's specking everything into basically like movement, you know, like being able to jump yeah, higher yeah. and, because he's and I was watching this and I was I was watching him play and I was like, what is happening? I mean, he is like ballet dancing around the map, traversing so much space in such a little amount of time, just basically chaining, finishing moves and stuff. And I was like, this is epic. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good, dude. And like, so um, I, I put in into the, the Starfield video like. My, I don't even have like a super good computer anymore. Mine's like mega dated. Yeah. Um. And so this is just like footage from um, from <laughs> my first day, like playing in the prologue. This Dude. is all these aren't like cutscenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like I'm controlling all these little camera zoom ins and like, dude, it just looks so sick. Yeah. And the whole time the music is like bumping. Actually, you know what? I'll just fucking I'll, I'll play some of the music because there's a little montage at the end that's so sick. And it's just like you just compare this to the fucking all the shit that you see from Starfield, like the contrast yeah. is insane. You all right? Never been better. You're late! Move it when you're mad. Get my southern blood pumping. Get in, or I change my mind. Fucking mushroom cloud off in the distance. Yeah. I know you. Watch the way, watch the way that the subtitles come in here, because it's one of the coolest little things. Let's see. Oh yeah, they like translate. But like, listen to the music, dude. These moments were legit, like a movie, like tense. Well, shit goes for you too. What you think? Brick got it. Uh, I don't see any fucking brick around here, do you? You're short, Cirque. Bang. Bring it, cocksuckers! <laughs> I got some bad. 
Dude, the soundtrack is insane. It's so good, dude. Yeah. That's dope. Oh my god. Look how good that is. Yeah. Holy yeah. Shit. Oh god, it's so good. Um so the yeah, the game is the game's incredible. That's there's dope. there's like a bunch of janky ass little bugs. Um yeah. still, but like nothing nothing super game breaking for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, people have been reporting some crashes and stuff with like the new DLC that but I don't I don't have the DLC. Um but you know, like the bugs are talking about is like if I hit like five pedestrians with a car, get out and shoot two people, then the cars start like driving away in a panic. Yeah. You might end up with one like half underground doing yeah. this for a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah. before it like writes itself and drives away. And like those are the kinds of bugs in any game that I don't really give a fuck about. Yep. Um they're not like frustrating, they're more just like funny. Yeah. Uh but but overall it's it's tentatively it, it definitely has the potential to be like nine out of ten yeah game um we'll see how it goes the further i get into it yeah i've heard like i played a little bit of it when it first came out and i didn't have any of the you know it was a meme when it first came out and there was a lot of like good reasons for that i mean it was like uh especially like the, the console ports were like really really rough and stuff like that but i played on a really powerful machine i didn't run into any of that stuff i just didn't play a lot but I've heard they've done a ton to the combat, a ton to like the skill trees. Like I've heard it's like because there's the whole this is Cyberpunk 2 is what they're calling it or 2.0, whatever. The, the huge update that basically they've been slowly updating it. But it's a lot more than just I've heard that it's a lot more than just they fix bugs. They have really since in the past two years really like completely reworked how a lot of combat is, how a lot of the skills are, how a lot of the skill trees are. And then layered that on top of what, which is what they had strong the whole time, which is like dialogue and storytelling and world building. Those things were always really strong, but the game was either super buggy or whatever. Uh, so I've heard like I've been watching Deadly play it. He's going full. Have you been seeing his his full melee combat? He's only using like wrenches and baseball bats. Like that's oh, it. See, that's sick. I, I, I haven't seen anybody's gameplay. Oh, dude. I haven't seen anybody's gameplay. Um, yeah. The, the the gunplay feels it feels uh it depends they're definitely like can be bullet spongy for sure yeah there are some like perks and stuff that add you know and, and better guns will add you know like with a sniper rifle uh, you know i can one shot sure. things but it, it is a little immersion breaking when you roll up to somebody with like a big ass revolver point it to their temple and go bang and then you see they lose a third of their health and you're like fuck like yeah. come on man you know what i mean you ever um, think about like how the only thing that like the only thing that keeps people defending that when that happens in Tarkov is the fact that there's no health bar. Cause like I can roll up to big pipe and shoot him in the head with a gun and he literally it doesn't, you know what I mean? But it's immersive in Tarkov. It's like, imagine if there was an HP meter above big pipe and you shoot him with M80 in the chest and it just takes 20% of it. Like <laughs> people oh would revolt dude. Anyways. Ugh. Yeah, so I I don't know, man. It's it's uh I I bought it when it first came out and I played it. I had two hours on Steam. Yeah. I I can't I literally it's been erased from my brain. I don't yeah. know what the, I experienced in those two hours. It 
whatever it was, it wasn't like, wow, this game is dog shit. I'm done. I think maybe I just got like bored or maybe Tarkov wiped the next day or whatever. I don't know what it was. Yeah. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, I, you know, I jumped in and was a totally new experience. And um, yeah, it's seems like a really, really, really good game. And I really like the uh, I really like like you were talking about the attention to detail, the world building. Yeah. Just like, you know, walking. I want to walk everywhere. I haven't fast traveled anywhere in all of my gameplay, which is like so contrast with yeah. Starfield, which is that is the way you fast travel. Yeah. From everywhere to everywhere else. Yeah. Um, even walking within cities, there's like floating bars between the doors of whatever. Yeah. And it was like crazy the first day playing for like an hour and there not being a single loading screen. And you're just getting in cars, driving around, talking to things, getting into elevators, going up, seeing the things as you're going up. Door opens, you walk out, you open up a door, you'd see the thing, you walk into it and like, yep. Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's sick. But like, and turning the corner and seeing like a drunk chick with her friend holding her hair back while she's like puking in the corner. You look over and there's like cops over like a dead body that was clearly killed in like a gang fight. And, you know, you pull into a bar and there's like someone ODing, like lying on the fucking pool table while like their friends are trying to keep them from dying. Like, yeah, there's just like, and then, and then the people that are standing there, you know, like in, in Starfield, it's just NPC control V Control C, Control V, 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 <laughs> and they all just go, yeah. and they just walk in random directions, and they say random things. You walk by, and you see somebody sitting there smoking a cigarette, you know, like, everything just, I mean, every now and then there's some jank, right? Of course, but, of course. But, like, it just all looks so natural. Yeah. One of the first people you talk to, dude, just seeing, there was, like, a magazine in front of him. He was in, like, a booth of, like, a... um like a restaurant booth, right? And to see him like talk to you and you can move around and the whole time there's like a little bit of a delay where he like follows you totally naturally. He like sits down, pulls out a cigarette, lights the cigarette, grabs the thing, spins it around, puts it in front of him and it just looks like a person doing all the things. Yeah, yeah. It's such a subtle thing, but like the only thing that, that, has borderline made the game unplayable is that every time I see a hamburger, people just put them on the tables and it, and it's, there's no plates. It's triggering. No, everything else has a plate. It's just, I've seen four separate hamburgers and they just go on people's tables and desks. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck it is about this. Like they, they don't have the hamburger tech in house. They haven't developed the engine to handle putting a hamburger on hamburger engine. Yeah. But holy shit, you know, it must've been, Maybe they're worried about the hamburger or something. I don't know. Yeah. But uh but yeah, no. Game's game's pretty rad. That's awesome. So. Dude. Yeah, I uh I've seen some videos and some screenshots of some like cutting edge machines running like DLSS 3.5 or whatever it is. And like you need you need to look that up. Like it's truly like crazy, like blurring the lines between just the best cutscene you've ever seen. Just like driving around. And the DLSS and the like ray tracing. And obviously, you know, those aren't the, those aren't things everybody can attain. And, you know, you're probably not getting 200 frames. That's probably at like 50 frames. But 
The game looks so good. The aesthetic of the game is just so sick. I mean, it always has been. It, you know, it's it's what sold everybody on it all those years ago because it was really cool. I've been watching a lot of Deadly Play, and uh, <clears throat> I like that the Keanu Reeves character doesn't feel like a token, um, what's it, uh, like cameo like, I, like oh, he yeah, feels yeah. like a like a character like the more i'm watching him do the cutscenes, and every once in a while you play as him what johnny Silverhands or whatever it is like he feels like a proper fleshed out character it's cool yeah i don't know i it, honestly it feels i don't disagree <clears throat> but he definitely feels just like john wick like yeah kind of like john wick like, cyberpunk he's like john wick yeah but, but a little bit more on the evil side. Yeah. You know, yeah. because like at least John Wick was he was like chaotic good, you know, yeah. like Yeah. um Johnny's kind of a shit bag. Uh yeah, but at the same time you know, he's he's got that little <laughs> bit sure. of a lovable. It's probably just he's probably just riding on the back of Keanu just being such a lovable guy, yep. but but um, there is like the Venn diagram with Johnny Silverhands and fucking John Wick. Uh, and John Wick are they're close to being to yeah. one circle a circle. Yeah. Um, but it also like. I, I wouldn't even fucking care if, if it was John Wick. Yeah. I like it'd be. Yeah. Whatever. But. Dan, so you said you don't have the new expansion. No, no. Um, I, I mean, I didn't even know. Yeah. Like. I, I haven't seen anything, anything at all, whatever. And it wasn't like all I saw was Deadly post something about Cyberpunk being good. Yeah. So you were like, Let me and then I was out. like, I'm going to play Cyberpunk tomorrow. And I hadn't watched anything since I played when it came out, the yeah. day it came out. So, and I like, I prefer it that way, especially if I'm going to make content. It was the same way with Starfield. For sure. It was the same way, despite just like, all of the fucking revisionist history that the YouTube commenters, yeah, you know, like that. I I was just piggybacking off of the hate train for Starfield. Look at the timestamps on the videos. Yeah, as far as I am concerned, from any everything I see, I was the one that started the fucking hate train. Yeah, I don't actually think I started it. Yeah, but I was the guy that in my video, I'm like, everybody says it's good. Everybody says yeah. they're having fun. I don't know. I haven't watched anything. Here's why I don't think it's good. Yeah. Also, you, like, I, you played, you installed Starfield while we were recording a podcast. And at the end yeah. of that episode, you were like, I'm so excited to play this game. I, like, there was no almost, preconceived. I put that. <laughs> there was no preconceived notion. You weren't like, this game's going to suck. You were like, Hype AF to play Starfield. I even recorded. I went back and I had to go through because it's like impossible to try to remember when and where we have these conversations. It's so much harder than you'd think to try to find like yeah. when was the first time that Jesse said, hey, did you hear about Starfield? And then I remember me being like, what? I thought that was like three years out. Yeah, yeah. And then like one or two weeks later, somewhere in an episode, you were like, hey, did you see it? And I was like, yeah, I did, but only two minutes of it. Yeah. And I went and found like all the references I recorded it all. I had a whole scripted thing. It was like a 10 minute blip that was effectively. It was just basically being like, here's me proving to people who don't want to be proven, who don't care, yeah. who aren't going to pay attention that I came into the game with an open mind yeah. and that I wanted it to be great. 
But at the same time, I was like, it could be dog shit. I don't know. I'm totally yep. open-minded. I never came at it from the perspective of, like, hate. I actually don't prefer to make hate. Yeah. Like, content. Negative content, like, yeah. But if I fucking think or feel something, and I think it needs to get discussed, and people will be entertained by it, then I'm going to fucking make content about it. <clears throat> For sure. For sure. You but know, that's so, uh do you see any I ended up doing. potential content with cyberpunk? A, I have a lot of ideas. Yeah. Um one of the ideas uh actually it'll fuck up my camera if I go to do the thing. But um randomly and like I, I had like a boxing match, you know, like an underground kind of yeah. boxing match. And I look over in the corner and I, there's a dude just like this fat dude chilling with his feet up with a guitar. And bro, he, the fretting, he was playing. Like it had really? to have been, mo- been mo capped because like he was doing the the the, the two note octaves. And it was like so I fucking sat there, went full immersion, hit record, and of course there's like a chick with your ass is hanging out, just like leaned over the balcony right now. And and I'm and I wanna make a I want to make like a fucking uh, cyberpunk beats to chill and study to, you know, like Yo. thing where I just have that because so I started to work on a little ditty. Um, yes. And now I have the technology. I, I kind of just want to take that little blip and just copy paste the video, put like the old, you know, TV VHS fucking yes. effect over it and just loop yes. it for like 10 minutes because here. <laughs> This is actually from the game. Oh. Hell yeah. It's such a little, uh, Hell such, yeah. a, such a bop, dude. That's so. actually amazing. I just, I did that this morning. Like this morning, I woke up and it was like six, and I'm like, all right, I'm not streaming this early, you know, whatever. I'm just going to yeah. fuck around with Logic Pro. Um, that's, yeah. Dope. So, so I, I have a couple of ideas like that. Um, then I also have like, I've got so many just full like cinematic clips that i feel like i could make a movie from yeah like i just want to put together a montage of like epic moments yeah um but yeah i don't know i don't know i'm not sure what i'm going to do a lot of people have been asking me are you going to make like a starfield versus cyberpunk and it's like there's nothing more for me to say about starfield i i showed i i well i didn't actually show all of it um I showed like a third of what I wanted to show, but it ended up being fucking two hours because I wanted to talk about some other games. I wanted yeah. to make a bunch of, you know, but um, there's just no, nothing. See, and here's the thing. This is what people would accuse me of is yeah. exactly what I'm like not going to do. Yeah, I could, I could make that video and there would be that the yeah. same audience would still love it. And a whole new audience who loves cyberpunk, not Baldur's Gate would come would, in and yeah. they would also love it. But I won't, because I don't think that there's anything more to add to the conversation. <laughs> yep. Which like should like there no one's gonna believe me. Yeah. Right. But in my head, it's like that should 
prove to to anybody who's doubting where my intentions are yeah that like it's not about drama farming it's i have these 11 fucking things that i feel like need to be talked about and i'm gonna put them in a video yep you know um yep and the fact and the fact that people have asked if you would make that video is vindication that of your opinion on starfield it's like oh here just so happens to be another rpg (laughs) that's updating around this time that also is better in the dialogue or whatever you know what i mean like the fact that people are even like do a comparison here it's like yep i could do it with a lot of rpgs yeah yeah and um but i mean overall the reception has been has been overwhelmingly positive the like oh yeah for the video yeah the like ten negative comments out of like, let me update ten negative comments out of like a thousand ninety one. Yeah, uh, they have all been perfect encapsulations of. Um, tell me you didn't watch the video without telling me you didn't watch the video. Yeah, you know it was like yes. like at at one point one of the things that I said was. Um, and this was another last minute thing that I wanted to put in there. Remember how I tweeted, wow, that's disappointing. And I'd retweeted the like clip that some guy had about before the game had come out of him like running and then hitting the invisible wall in the world. Yes. And there's between that and between like, you know, some other guy was talking about how like you can't fly into gas giants or like yeah. you can't fly yeah. into the sun and and the response from so many people was, well, why the fuck would you want it? Like, that's really your criticism. You can't do these stupid things that yeah. make no sense. And it was like, no, that's not it. If you it's it's what those pieces of information represent. They're indicative of. Yeah. It's indicative of what on foot travel like the limitations of it. If now you know you can hit an invisible wall, well, wait a minute. It's now it's not quite the yeah. fully meshed tile system that Todd Howard talked about. It's not like a full planet. Yeah. Like all of these things, it's not that we want to do those things. It's that if you can't fly into a gas giant, well, wait a minute. That also means that you probably are not going to be able to fly to the planet. Yeah. It's far more likely. I mean, like you could argue that maybe they put a, a invisible box around the gas giants only, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like now, now there is something to be said about like I went instantly to our like the soul system, yeah, because I wanted to see Earth and whatever. I wanted to fucking fly, you know, approach the fucking rings of Saturn and like see that perspective. Yeah, because all of these really cool games that do all this stuff, they're in some fictional universe where there's yeah. not Earth, there's not Saturn, there's not the moon. There's you know what I mean? So yep. it's like, yeah, sure. Part of me was excited to see, like, what would it be like to fly into, you know, such and such a thing? Like, whatever. I guess I'll go to play Kerbal Space Program <laughs> or, or, or whatever for yeah. for some of this shit. But but yeah, it's 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 not about us not wanting to be able to do those things. It's that the fact that you can't do those things tells us the limitations yes yeah 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 um you know and everything that 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 we were worried about 
from what we were able to like assume based on those limitations were true times 10. Yeah. You know, like you, if you're in a city, you come out of a building, you're, you're in a building, you leave the building, there's a loading screen. Now you're standing in front of the building and you see the door to like the next part of the city is across the street. You walk across the street, you open the door, it's a loading screen. Yeah. You walk out of the front, out from that door, you get into your ship. There's a short loading transition. You get to the cockpit and then you choose, you open up a menu and you hit yeah. button, 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 click, L, R, X, hold down X for three seconds, you know, or whatever. And now you are, you have been transported into a box in space that you can't go anywhere yeah. in. And then if you want to go to the planet that you want to land on for the quest, right? Yep. You need to do the same menu bullshit again. Yep. Everything we learned about not being able to fucking all of those things, right? Yep. Those were hints at that stuff. Yep. And, you know, it's like I, I did a last minute throw in a couple of clips because I ended up watching a couple of days before I was done. The you ever watch Lex Friedman? Mm hmm. Um, Todd Howard I've was seen on clips there. of the one with Todd Howard. I have I didn't watch the whole thing, but yeah. Um, and like. <clears throat> There's just so many things in there that in hindsight now I'm like, you motherfucker. <laughs> like I'm like I'm never gonna be the guy who's like this person lies. Like all you know, yeah. like Todd Howard lies, Sean Murray lies, you know, whatever. I, I'm not going to pretend I know their motives. For sure. You know, maybe some of the maybe a lot of the things they said were you know, I give a lot of people way more of the benefit of the doubt than maybe they deserve, right? Mm -hmm. I, let's just assume at that point these were things that were aspirational. Yeah. They really wanted or to whatever. do whatever. Yeah. Um, but there's a few things that's just like, I don't know. That really bugged me. So like, and at the same time, these are also conversations that like I haven't had with anybody. So it, other than like, I say it and then like maybe a, a commenter will, will respond about that one point. In yeah. A three hour video, you know, two hour yeah, video. Yeah. But like, if you're watching a clip from, you know, the Starfield director from Lex and you see Todd Howard say, you look up in the sky and you see that moon. Like you that can... isn't a backdrop. You can go there. It's a real thing, really modeled. We've modeled all of this stuff. It's a real and you can go there. Yeah. Here's the thing. Nothing he said was a lie. Yeah. But but is there anything that like doesn't that imply so much? Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. there so many implications to what he says there that are that ninety eight out of a hundred people would just take for granted yeah. as like, oh what's the for point sure. of modeling? What's the point of modeling the whole solar system realistically, right? The day night cycle, it's not just a skybox if you're not gonna fly there. Yep. Like, hey Todd. Make it a fucking fake ass skybox, and then I'll, maybe I'll get thirty more frames. Like, yeah, why yeah, are yeah. you modeling it if I can't go there? Yep. Yeah. And I and I kind I make the joke where it's like, and it started off as a joke, and then every time I see it, since I like edited this like little three minute bit about how it's not an open world game, um, I, I more and more I'm like, 
more and more convinced that the metaphor was perfect. Remember the old NES, like Mario, the whole like oh, yeah. above oh, the the overworld map where it's like, yes. and you just go from the dot along the line to the dot along the line to the dot along. Super Mario is an open world game. If if Starfield is, then yeah. you're you're in a level and you do all the stuff in the level, but then you go to another map to travel to the next area. Yeah. They're they're like one's 2D and one's 3D, but really they are roughly equivalent in terms of and it's more convenient in Super Mario to fast travel between two fucking areas. Yeah. Uh, no, I see what you mean. Yeah. So, <sighs> oof, but the but the response to the video has been pretty good. It's been doing pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I said, really do want to watch it because, like, I you know I'm still really interested in Baldur's Gate and want to learn more about it and and you know appreciate the you know obviously we've been having these conversations for a few weeks now, so I really do want to catch the video. But uh, I'm glad that it's doing well. Yeah. So it's so funny how many people are like I've got 250 hours in this game. I've done four playthroughs. And I haven't seen any of the shit that you showed in your video. <laughs> well, like at the beginning, I'm like, spoiler alert. I talk about the main story. I, yeah. I, I don't I show a lot of the important points, but I don't give a lot of important details. Yeah. You know, like there's I show the the bad guy characters, but like there is a moment where like the mask you can see through it. I don't like show that, but I yeah. talk about most of the main plot points. Yeah. Um, but like Baldur's Gate, there there were a lot of people that were like, I'm not gonna watch because I want to play through Baldur's Gate. Most of the spoilers are like I'm you might have like a couple of alternate ways of solving a puzzle yeah. spoiled, or like a couple of little Easter egg moments. Or if you did this in this situation at this time, then yeah. this would be the outcome. Yeah. But like I don't talk about the story at all. Yeah. And the chances like, because of how complex the game is that you would come to that situation in the exact same way you did are relatively slim. Yeah. I mean, you'd have to like try for it yeah um so so i think like most people don't have to worry too much about uh that's good too much about that but it's i'm 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 super super happy with it it's got yeah it's been one day yeah forty six thousand views the 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 graph is like a fucking 45 degree just like yep uh and unlike my other uh starfield video which instantly got like I lost like 80 subs <laughs> and yeah, it was at like 20% down votes for the first couple hours. Yeah. And then it was like 18%, you know, 17, for like as sure. the masses were for coming sure. in, it like watered down the instant, like Todd Howard fan club. Yeah. Um, but then also the other, yeah. And then it went from minus 80 subs to plus 300 or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. Marty at, 272 new subscribers <laughs> that's dope um yeah it's it's actually really interesting that uh of all the searches the the number one search for this video at least the traffic was baldur's gate 3 which i didn't i didn't expect yeah that's you yeah 28 percent so 28 percent. now granted search was only three percent of the traffic um, almost all of it was just from browse. Uh, that is fascinating. Um, but but then the number two YouTube search term is Veritas. Like I wonder, 
I wonder. I wonder. Like, I wonder. I wonder. Are they searching like Project Veritas, like or or like <laughs> yeah, or it's a, yeah, um yeah, and then like eleven percent was Starfield, three percent was Starfield review, one percent was Starfield is bad. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. No, fucking weird. Well, but. that's awesome. I'm glad it's uh, I'm glad it's doing well. <laughs> Um. Uh, yeah. few other a few other little things, but before we get to those, I want to take a second and thank the second sponsor for today's episode, and that is BetterHelp. We love BetterHelp. You guys know this. Um, BetterHelp is an online platform where you can get counseling or therapy, and uh, and it's awesome. It's something that Veritas and I both uh, deeply, deeply believe in, have personal experiences with. Uh, we talk all the time hear about some of the uh, struggles of that we go through with what we do with content creation and how that just like weighs on us and messes with us and uh, having somebody to talk to about whatever's going on in your life, whether it's something that's actually happening or like I always try to throw in there, preventative, just having somebody to talk to, having somebody to sort through things, having somebody that hears you, that you're not afraid is going to judge you, that you're not afraid is going to wonder what they think of you if you say the things that are really creep up in the back of your head uh, is tremendously valuable. Dude, it's insane how often how often the things that like I talk about with my therapist on a daily basis, I it, it really does feel kind of like a little, you know, like a little angel on your shoulder <laughs> where I'm like where I'm like fuck, like no, you know, we talked about this or that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It's one thing thinking something. It's another thing subconsciously thinking something and, and not actually like being conscious of it. It's another thing entirely to then <laughs> say it with your mouth hole yep. to another human and then have them bounce back. Yep. Either nothing, silence and just listen or or not. It's so it's so crazy how often yep. I will say a thing and then I'm like something just clicks when I yep. just ex the, I explain out loud the thing that I have been thinking about x hours a day for weeks. Yep. And the moment I say it out loud, I suddenly like, oh, I know the answer. Yep. It's crazy. It really yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I don't know what that phenomenon is called, but it's real having somebody and the and the freedom of having somebody who you know, yeah, it's not like so many of the things we want to say or we want to talk about we don't because we're afraid of how people are going to like think about us, but literally this is the context to like somebody wants to help, somebody wants to listen, somebody wants to be there. So, I think I mean, we've talked a lot about a lot of the stigmas of therapy and counseling and just like this, you know, these ideas that like something is wrong with you that needs to be fixed and it's really just having somebody to talk to, to converse with, to just share these things with and somebody that can help just like guide you and ask questions and just help you see things in a different way. So we uh, we love it. Uh, and then also what's great as far as like better help and how they provide this, uh, it's an awesome and once again, convenient way to do it. This moving all online really is kind of like the next evolution of this, being able to schedule with people. If you don't vibe with that person, being able to schedule with someone else unbelievably easily. BetterHelp wants to support you in getting somebody that fits with you, being able to write notes or send questions throughout the week, 
it's just all super easy. So uh, it's awesome. We love it. And uh, we're, we're excited to have them a part of the show. So you can discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash podcast today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash podcast. Thank you so much, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. Do it. Do it. Go Do, do it, it now. Yo, okay. Get to so the have you have you watched fucking Ex Machina yet? Because you had homework. I not, I mean, not yet. I need time. I need more time. It's not like you. It's not like you got a family or kids. You got no excuses. No, Fuck literally you no excuses. But I want to. We we were talking about this on the PP for those who don't know on the pod, on the Patreon episode the PP about Ex Machina and how I need to watch that, among many many other things. Dude, we need to we need to watch that. I need to watch. I, I, we need to do like a watch party. Uh, I still want to watch. Either the King of Kong. Oh yeah. Um and or indie game the movie. Yeah, I remember we've talked about um, that. Those are both so good. And just being able to like do a, a, a watch through yeah. with just the two of us chilling and then slicing it up into like key moments where we're commenting on whatever, you know, so fair use and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um I think it would be so good because this the all of the like Carl Jobs are you familiar with yeah. Carl Jobs? Mm-hmm. Um so he's been dropping by the stream and hanging out like he just resubbed Oh you know, that's yesterday. sick. Uh yeah, he's such a cool dude. Um and I've just been super super enjoying the fucking saga uh the saga that has been him and his lawsuit with Billy Mitchell. Oh because Billy Mitchell, dude, he is, oh, God, he is a caricature of a fucking supervillain in real life, but without any competencies other than being a, like the ultimate cringe lord. I don't know what, uh, what anything was happening. I literally just looked up, pulled up Carl Jobs' channel, and I see, yeah, Billy Mitchell accuses me of fraud during insane rant. Dude, it's so fucking bad. This guy, he, I fully, I'm, I'm fully convinced he's incapable of telling the truth. He is like the closest thing to like a noteworthy figure, um, that I've seen. That I'm like, I want to diagnose him as a pathological liar. Interesting. You know, like you, you ever have one of those friends that you just know everything they tell you was complete bullshit. You know, they would just be like, "Yeah, dude, all the story you just told me, same thing happened to me, except a hundred times crazier and less believable." And yep. I also have the same exact story of something that happened. I knew a friend. You know, it's like you're just you're just riffing and you're making shit up and like you know, that's what he is. Except it's always about how he's the greatest video gamer in the world. Like he literally. He literally talked for like the last like 15 years. He has been talking about how he was video game player of the century. Okay. He, this is when fucking, I don't even know. The head of Nintendo gave me the video game player of the year award. Sorry. Video game player of the century award. And he's got the picture of him on stage getting the thing. Um, and 
all of this stuff with all of his lawsuits, all they're doing is exposing his lies because, like, he has to prove the shit he's saying. Yep. So, like, he, like, fabricated... He, like, made a fake copy of the the little trophy thing that he had because at no point was was he ever... He was given that for, like, having, like, a high score in Pac-Man yeah. back in the day. yeah. But like he just made up this whole video game player that, and it's so funny. Carl puts together a montage where he's like, "Hey, Billy Mitchell, I'm the video game player of the century," and he's just constantly saying it over and over and over and over and over. And it's like, and it he just made it up, just like, and then like, confidence is key, man. And then it, he holds the little thing, and if you like do the whole brrr, CSI enhance on the thing, like you can see that the plaque doesn't say what he says it says, and then he all of a sudden he said he he. At one point, he said he gave the little statue away, the little like yeah. trophy, because they were like, "Okay, show us the thing." But and because of the lawsuits that he is he is in, oh. he has to like prove all of these things, and he's just shooting himself in the foot over and over and over again. Dang! Um, he literally made like a copy of like a like a trophy, and you can just tell it's like the proportions aren't right. Like yep. this is was you weren't holding this in that picture. It's like total. Dude, it's Dude, so... people are so weird. Like, it just how and why? Like, I just like that's I just cringe at the thought of like doubling down in a very exposed lie. Like, you just have to like, oh, you just bury yourself deeper and deeper. It's so gross. That reminds me of, did you watch the H Bomber guy video? The like oof.mp3 or whatever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Bru- when it first came out. What, what was that guy's name? Johnny Guitar or something like that? That whole oh, thing. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, with for- the- I forgot about that whole aspect of the video. Yeah, Roblox underscore oof.mp3. Yeah, where it ended up, he was like, I just, I, I didn't want this video to be two hours long. I set out to just do the origin of the sound. And then the second hour of the video ended up being like this investigation into this dude who just like made up everything about his career and like didn't work on video games or whatever yeah billy mitchell is that but times five yeah um like yeah so this is like the thing like this is fake he literally went so far as to make this up oh my god is completely fake like if you look at the picture of the one that he got it's got like a different ribbon (laughs) like and then like if you zoom in he's like faking them from memory (laughs) Right, like you would, you would think that. Uh, yeah, I mean, you could just straight up tell it's yeah. just not the same fucking thing. And of course, like this all came out, um, because at one point it was that he he had said, "Oh, I don't have it anymore. Sorry, I so I can't produce it." So then they're like, "Okay, well, what'd you do with it?" And he's like, "Okay, I donated it to some like hall of like video game hall of fame thing." And they're like, okay. And then they went and talked to them and they're like, we never got anything. <laughs> so then he goes back and he's like, oh, I don't know. I lost it. And then like randomly a month later, he comes out and he's like, oh no, wait, I found it. Here it is. And it's like, he, did, dog some, the same he did some arts and crafts and he found it. Oh my God, dude. It's so. Dude, what a maniac. Like how do people live this way, dude? How do they live their lives? weird and you just you dude you watch that you watch the guy talk and first of all carl just absolutely utterly just roasts him in the most savage way possible and it's so fucking it's so satisfying 
Um, but like you watch this guy talk and you just see when they like catch him and just straight up lies. Yeah. Like at one point he lied about the color of the joystick on the cabinet, like the, the Donkey Kong thing that he played on, because like if it's not red or blue or whatever the color is supposed to be, if it's not that color, it's not an original thing. It's got a modded stick, some aftermarket stick. And as such, it's not like you can't have a world record yeah, on a machine know. with different hardware, different software. You know, it has to be legit. And it was proven that all of his stuff was done on emulators and he denied it for years and years and years and years. And then after it all got exposed, he then was like, oh, okay, yeah, it was on the, the video that you have of the gameplay. Um, I now acknowledge that it it's, shows emulated gameplay, but that's not the original tape. Someone else made that. It's not the tape, but I don't have the tape. We don't know where the tapes are. So, so just you, trust me. And then the guy who is like the poor, sad, like hero of the King of Kong, the guy Steve Weeby, who's like the nicest dude ever, who just gets like steamrolled by these fucking clowns. He's like uh, he he should have had the record and all of his records got taken down because of Billy and all this other bullshit. Steve went and like looked through his old cardboard boxes and he had a co- like an original copy of the tape. That was made before all of this shit went down, like literally 12 years ago. And it shows identical. It shows that it's it was done on MAME, which is the emulator. Oh, my God. So it's like it's just and you and he he gets caught in these lies. It's so good. Like the lawyer was like, would you ever play? He, He sets it up flawlessly. He sets it up flawlessly where it's like, okay, you know, he played on on a, a cabinet because there's a picture of him standing in front of it at like the mortgage brokers association of like 1997 that's when he like did the record live yeah except he like didn't like he like pretended to play for a few minutes and they're like oh congratulations because he already had like a video of the gameplay beforehand oh. um but they knew he was on the he played on a modded thing right yep. so they asked him like 900 lead-up questions where they're like um, you know, would you play if like what are what are the buttons supposed to be? You know, what's the color of the text supposed to be on the thing? You know, like what you yeah. know, ask them all these set. Oh, what's the color of the joystick? You know, oh okay, cool. And then like move on from it, right? He yeah. says it's supposed to be red. It's like okay, cool. And then he's like, what would happen if this was changed? What would happen if the, what would happen if the stick was any anything other than red? And he's like, oh, I would absolutely never play it because that would prove that it was modded. Blah blah blah. And they just ca- and then they're like. Here's a picture. picture. They put the picture in front of him where it's him in front of the thing that he played on. That's clearly not. And it's like, you look at the wheel. The cogs are turning. Yep. Like, uh, yeah, I don't remember. I can't speak to this, you know, whatever. Or, or th- this was yeah. him about doctoring the thing. And it's like, he's like, are you sure? Oh, are you sure? Dude, and people it's like that. So fucking shameless, dude. It's and he just sues unreal. and sues and sues and sues everybody who says anything. Um, How it's such like an epic have saga. Lawyers, it's unreal. <laughs> I mean, the, dude, he doesn't have to win to get paid. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> yep. So, dude, that's unreal. That is unreal. Yeah, it's super satisfying. You guys should check out Carl Jobst and all of his, all of his, uh, his fucking content. Um, that he has on Billy <laughs> Mitch. Remember how I said last time about the random little blip that I was like dying laughing at where his wife 
uh, Steve Weeby's wife was talking about him, and she was like, he was a, he could have been a professional baseball player. Uh-huh. He's a Donkey Kong, you know, pl- player. He did all these great things. He was a basketball. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and like Carl, his fucking humor is just so fucking hilarious. It's so dry. He was a basketball. And he's like, how how can you how can you like um set you know how can you second guess this guy? When he, you know, is like this fantastic teacher, he got this degree. He was even a basketball dude. You know, oh like my god! Just so straight face. I just love that line. Oh, he, he was he was a basketball. He was a basketball. That's epic, dude. <sighs> speaking of insane things, the Unity we talked about, which kind of like exploded and everything with like Unity doing their thing. Have you caught up at all with like what's happening there? No, they no, basically like rolled it all back. Like they were just like, never mind. They released a whole new set of like, because they did the classic. We're sorry, we're taking things under consideration, and people just continued to hound them. A bunch of developers were like threatening to just pull their games down and rebuild in another engine. Like, and anyways, they basically redid the whole thing, and like the runtime fees. Like it went from it's if you made one hundred thousand dollars from your game to two hundred thousand dollars and and the whole new rule set from it was also only on Unity twenty twenty four or later. So like if you never upgrade to Unity twenty twenty four, none of these rules apply. And basically I saw a bunch of like tweets and a bunch of developers being like, These are relatively reasonable. Like this is a reasonable change, but it's just you've just torn so much trust so like i basically i say that to say that i don't know enough about the terms of how these things work i would i only defer to a few people that i saw tweet like this is actually relatively reasonable but as a result of such an unreasonable original thing that it was kind of scuffed and okay am i am i the only person that I, I don't feel bad for like the corporation. Yeah. But the this whole, I just hate how company and or person does a thing. Actually, I even tweeted about this unrelated to unity. And now it's even more appropriate. Um, it's found out. Hey, that wasn't cool for whatever reason. We are mad at you. Yeah. You have two outcomes. The person doubles down and they dig themselves deeper and get more divisive and whatever. And they just become the ultimate douchebag. And then people are like, just you could should have just fucking apologized. Yeah. Like, like. Put your tail between your legs. Yeah. You know, suck up your ego. And just fucking say you did the wrong thing. Be a man. Own up to it. Move on. And then. In the situations where companies and or people say, okay, guys, we hear you. We fucked up. Everybody's like, naturally, they do the whole corpo. We fucked up thing. And then they walk it back and apologize. And these motherfuckers. And it's like, would you rather? It's it's like, you're damned if you do. You're damned if you don't. They They did the right thing. If I was looking for a new game engine. 
yeah. I would I wouldn't go through Unity almost specifically because of this thing. Yeah. But that's the extent of what my outrage is. We don't need to like harass them and cancel sure. them on Twitter. Sure. It's like for sure. I, I I get that. I think it 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 depends. Like, not it depends. I, I definitely don't disagree that in general our society right now is very like. <laughs> unwilling to see any sort of like apology or any steps towards you know redemption as valid I, like i i definitely get that because of how much because of how much is done so publicly on the internet everything is always assumed that that thing done publicly is just for publicity or for whatever so like an apology is like oh you're just trying to walk you're just trying to save face whatever 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 i think it's like it's harder especially in a situation like this where you have like some of the stuff that's been made really public, like the guy who's the CEO came from EA and was like piloted a lot of the scummy pro like programs that plague a lot of their games now. And and the thing itself just being now, so... Now, if, if, if all of the tweets were like, this guy is a scumbag and he's probably been at the helm of this thing and, and yeah. whatever, I would actually have a different... Yeah, that, like, yeah for sure. I think... <laughs> and, 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 but the other thing is like, you know, it depends... You know, it depends on what it is. I don't have a trendy analogy. You know what I mean? But like, like if if somebody does something that's a little out of pocket and is like, I'm sorry. No, probably you're right. People are going to be like, yeah, if you, man. But when somebody, especially like a corporation, does something crazy out of pocket, like unheard of, completely anti-consumer, anti-developer, anti-everything, I just want money. And then it's like, we're so sorry. It's just harder to... So I get it, but I don't because I because I definitely agree with you that I wish that that the the criticism, you know, isn't to like every person that works at Unity. I'm sure there were a lot of people that worked there that was like this. I'm sure there was a joke. You know what I mean? Three people wearing ties that made the whole decision. Yeah. And then everybody else who's just a fucking dev there that gets paid normal wages and goes there and just codes or whatever. Right. And and I want to caveat everything by saying like. I, I don't think that you should be able to apologize and just get a pass for because, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then that motivates companies to go, yo, let's see if we can fucking sneak in exactly. this thing. How and, far and then, can we push it? Yeah. Because if they can do the thing, oh, they got caught up. Oh, sorry, won't happen again. Okay, just let them go. Okay, yeah. well, then they're just going to keep doing it, right? Yeah. Like you need a punishment for the crime. Yeah. Um, And then also, I, I recognize that, like, I think a lot of the response is it's. It's in response to probably 10 or 20 years of now that things are like on the Internet and everybody knows about everything all the time constantly, instantly, right away. It's not just if you saw the news or not. Yeah. Um, There's been far too many cases where someone fucks up, does the thing and says, I'm sorry, I'm going to do better. We've learned. And then the next day they do the same fucking thing. 100 percent. So that literally now people just they don't trust. Anybody who yeah. has any and and the and the reason why it's it's the same with ch- the cheater situation with all of these things yeah. where it's like w- with false bans i don't expect i don't obviously i'm not planning or expecting here's the clip that gets played in the documentary about the the rise and fall of veritas where it's <laughs> like you know i don't plan on getting canceled or whatever but i'm sure i'm going to make a mistake i'm going to say yeah. something that i'm probably going to be like all right i i'm sorry i fucked up right yeah. Um, but it's like, if I, I want to be able to be a human, be imperfect in front of a gajillion people sure. 
And if I make a mistake, I want to be able to say I'm fucking sorry and own it. Yeah. And and have that not be like, well, sorry, it's irredeemable. You For are sure. in the same category as, you know, fucking insert yeah. mass murderer here, right? Like, <clears throat> you are dead to society because yeah. you said some dumb shit. It wasn't a funny joke or whatever. And yeah. so... The whole the whole backlash against people who apologize genuinely or yeah. or or my, we don't know how genuine anything is. You have for to just sure. take people's word yeah. for it. But just like people getting banned, you know, some amount of them are false banned. We know some amount of the people that apologize mean it. They yeah. actually made a mistake and they genuinely mean it. So all of the like, fuck you, we don't accept your bullshit, fake ass apology. Yeah, yada, yada. It's like. I'm almost primed to then just double down on whatever it was and not apologize. Yeah. Because I'm fucked if I apologize and I'm fucked if I don't apologize. So I might as well, you know, now I wouldn't necessarily do that unless it's something I actually feel like I should double down. Yeah, for, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever. But like, I don't know. I, I just hate. Maybe it's just me saying how much I fucking hate outrage culture and how sure. everybody just wants to burn everything to the ground all the time. For sure. And, and, and it's like we should consider this a W for not a w for unity no. but like a w for the unity commute the unity community the unity community because it's good th there was an okay resolution and it actually seems and I, and I might be wrong on this but like reading a little bits of their response here and there yeah it seems like they might actually be making and, and again I, I could be wrong yeah but it sounded like they were making some walking everything back and then a little bit further where it's like oh and also now you have to hit two hundred fifty thousand instead of a hundred thousand. Yeah, and I I don't yeah I don't know how that worked either. I think it yeah it's just I mean you're I I don't inherently disagree with anything. I think for me a big thing is like a a person versus a corporation. Like you know what I mean? If a person I know said something and then was apologizing, you know you can. It's a lot easier. Not not necessarily. It's not easy, but it's easier to like see intention to see if someone's really genuine. I think when a corporation does it, especially when they're messing with like that, they're not just messing with like their employees, but they're messing with like the developers and the people that they rely on to keep unity open. And then therefore the gamers that play, like there's just like so much to it. It just, it feels harder to accept an apology. And to be fair, also, I haven't, I haven't seen too many people. I'm sure they're out there, but I haven't seen people, too many people say burn unity to the ground. It was just more like, this is reasonable, but like the trust, like it, it has been, yeah, you know, yeah, like, no, it, like it's hard, you know, it's hard to like road to Vostok announced that they're like pausing development of the game and moving off of unity. He's like, it's yeah. early enough that I don't want I, I can't afford any of these hiccups in the future. Like, I'm just going to stop, port everything over and then resume. Yeah. I just, I think it's less about the, the, the burn unity to the ground and it's more, to like maybe hone in a little bit more focused on on the, I think like what yeah upsets me not upsets me but like what yeah I dislike the most is is people calling into question any gen how genuine anyone is about apologies and like I said this this I I had a tweet about this very thing yeah weeks before the unity thing ever happened yeah. it was just like because 
imagine you fucked up right now and you have to make an apology. Go ahead, Jesse. Apologize in a way that people aren't going to be like, oh, he's just saving yeah. his ass. He's just doing the whole, oh, we're taking accountability. We're sorry. We just want to be better. For sure. What would you rather them say? Go fuck yourselves. I was right. Yeah. Like, there's no way to say I'm sorry I fucked up and I'm going to do better without saying effectively that. Yeah, for sure. So, so I just think people need to look at apologizing and they see, oh, here's the formula for bullshit fake apologies. And then they say, if anybody apologizes in this way, that is the yeah. way that everyone apologizes because there's no other fucking way than to say, yeah. I'm sorry and I'm going to try to do better. Yeah. Then instantly dismiss that and say they haven't learned anything and it's a fake apology. And yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, I, once again, I don't disagree with you at all. But I think the climate of today's culture with like, um, how corporations apologize. I mean, like pick a comp pick a company, right? Like Facebook's like, we're really sorry we sold your data and didn't tell anybody. You know what I mean? Google's like, oh, we're really sorry we did this, you know, ring cameras. We're really sorry we literally expressively say on our website we do not collect any of your data and then we were selling all of your data. And but then Sean Murray at Hello Games says, Yeah, we're sorry we're going to do better. And they and do. And then he goes and he, they fucking knock it out of the park. But that's the thing, though, is that, like, is it's understandable to me. Like, I completely agree that I wish more people, like, obviously less outrage culture, more empathy, and 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 less just, like, uh, nobody cares about your opinion. You don't have to put it on the internet. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And none of these but, people also care about unity. None of them. None of them. Yeah, exactly. None and, of them and I care. agree with you there. But on the flip side, I do empathize with the fact that, like, for every Sean Murray, there's 99 people that that don't mean it, and like, and and the mess up wasn't an explainable thing. It was literally like, let's just try and sneak this in, and then oh no, we got caught. But here's the thing, though, is that so two thoughts I had while you were saying that one is like, for the developers that work at unity. This is kind of what I'm talking about. Not like Johnny pants 69. That's tweeting like burn unity to the ground. You know, like when you, when somebody does do something, you know what I mean? I've been married for 12 years. So when I do something that legitimately like deeply offends my wife or my wife does something that deeply offends me, an apology is what you want to hear and not what you want to hear at the same time. Like, you know, this being married too. like, I'm sorry. What do you want me to say? And it's like part of you wants that person to say they're sorry. But part of you is like, shut up. Let me feel like I'm angry. I'm angry you did this thing. I'm sorry. Mm. You do want to hear that in that moment. If they had said, no, I, um, you do, you do suck. Or I'm not taking out the trash anymore. Doubling down on that would be more offensive. You do want them to say you're sorry, but you do feel hurt. And the apology doesn't immediately fill that void. And so the Sean Murray thing, I was going to bring that up too. You brought it up. It's like the real proof is in what comes after. The like the the obvious proof is that any game, most that 99.9% .9 of the gamers that said, I can't believe Sean Murray did this. I can't believe Hello Games did this. This is such a scam. This game is going 99% of them are back on the game and they say it's amazing. And now they're the ones like, oh, have you seen the, the rise, the redemption arc of No Man's, of no Man's Sky? 
they do come back. It's the proof is in what happens after. So what happens next for Unity? What happens over the three to five years? Are they apologizing again in a year? Or is Unity legitimately a really great place to make games in two years? I don't think you can really judge either party. The, the develop And once again, I'm talking about the like reasonable developers who are genuinely hurt by this. I'm not talking about like the outrage culture. I can't look at, just like you say, you can't look at them, the Unity guy, and say his uh, apology is not genuine. I can't really look at the developers and say your frustration is out of line. I don't know. Oh, I'm and, and everybody and I'm, not, I'm talking about is not the yeah. developers who develop on Unity. Yeah, those those are the people that care and they have vested interests and understand yeah. and whatever. It's all of the people who pretend like they sure. care about any of this and they don't. They just want to burn something You're down. Right. You're right. And those are the people that wouldn't fit into that analogy, like the marriage analogy. You know what I mean? That would be like me apologizing to my wife and my neighbor being like, I don't accept your apology. It's like, well, I wasn't apologizing to you. You know what yeah, I, I mean? I don't give so, a fuck if you can yeah. accept it or not. You know? So I, I think it's just one of those things where it's like, what happens right now is kind of meaningless. Their apology is meaningless and their reaction to the apology is meaningless. It's what happens next. Do they really act on that apology? And and then what happens next? You know, I, I think, well, there's two paths. There's the redemption path. And then there's the you dug yourself a hole. Yeah. You sh probably should go bankrupt in X yeah. months because everybody's going to abandon you because yeah. you you fucked up big time. The first thing you need to do on the redemption path is to say we're sorry and we fucked up. For sure. It's like, cool. Now you fucking learned your lesson. And then you sit back and you watch and wait. Exactly. And see. You don't go, yeah, you fucked up, huh? You fucked up. Yeah, you fucked up, huh? Slap in the face. You fucked up. Yeah, you piece of shit. Oh, you fucked up. Yep. Oh, yeah, you don't talk to him. He fucked up. Nope. You know, like, yep. it's it's like this weird bully. Let's kick the fucking dog down the road thing yep. where it's like they fucked up. They've made asses themselves. They're sure. sitting on their face with their dick and balls out on the pavement. Everybody's laughing at them. They're sitting in their own piss. Yeah. And they're like, my bad. At that point, you're like, all right. Are we fucking good? <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. And then you move on. Yeah. You know? I yeah. That's what you're saying. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. It'll be interesting to see what happens as a result. It uh Yeah. It's interesting because obviously we don't know anything about anything. I don't know about like, I don't know if like Unity's on the verge of bankruptcy and they were like, holy cow, <laughs> we need to make some money off these games or else we're going, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what the behind the scenes was, but either way, it'll be yeah. interesting. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to get canceled about my opinion about getting canceled. Yeah, your opinion on who should or shouldn't be getting canceled will get you canceled. Students as a math teacher. He is supremely talented, playing multiple musical instruments and creating breathtaking what musical works. He could have been a professional oh. sportsman. He was even a basketball. He was a basketball. <laughs> and of course, he's one of the greatest video game players of all time. Uh, he was even a basketball. <laughs> he was Dude, a I basketball. almost spit out my fucking tea when I Dude. when I watched that the other day. He, he was, was also a basketball. He was even a basketball. Dude, and it's it's only Carl can do like a gamers. You'll never believe the most epic sponsor I've ever had. We all know the greatest game of all time 
Raid Shadow Raid Legends. Shadow. And it's like, I'm so glad that he's just taken their money from them. Oh, because, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know that he can say the greatest game of all time. And everybody's like, yo, get that back, dog. Yeah, like, yeah 100%. 100%. <sighs> I love it. Uh, yeah, I, I, I feel like there has been a turn where it is legitimately most people I see get sponsored by them. I'm like, oh, I'm just happy you're taking their money. Like everybody knows it's a meme at this point, you know? It depends on who, for sure. Yeah. If I I made another video, if I made a a cyberpunk is bad video, yeah, and I had a Raid Shadow Legends, it would be like, wow. It would be overwhelmingly, like 20% plus would be like, Wow, you really have just fucking sold out. Yeah, yeah. You absolute clown. Like the only way around it would be it would it would have to be I would have to do the ad in such a way that they would never want me to do another ad for them. Yes. It would yeah. be a one and done. Yeah. I because I I'd actually be like the do. greatest game ever. Check it out and I would show like some jank ass bullshit. Dude. That's the only way that I could get away with it. I saw Okay, so last thing I saw, there's this guy I've just seen. I don't follow him, but I've just seen his TikToks before. And he makes these, it's like super inspirational um, music. And as he, he speaks in this like really inspirational tone, but it's all like complete like depression, anxiety. Like, I don't know how uh, I'm going to be able to afford a house. I think I'm going to die poor. And it's like, he's like twirling around and like, that's just his shtick. He does it about like a bunch of different things. And uh, it's just funny. And I saw and I swiped up and it was like paid partnership at the bottom. And he was like, and and they let him literally, he was like, I finally did it. I sold out to a ma- major wireless carrier brand. T-Mobile wants you to know this. And and he just kept going. He's like, and now I have to spend the rest of my wife w- life wondering, do any of my viewers respect me still? I can't believe they let me put this in the ad. And he just kept going and going. And it was this whole meta, like, I've completely sold out. And now I'm going to spend the rest of my life wondering, do people respect me? Or are they exciting? I'm taking the money. They paid me so much money for this. I couldn't say no. And it was 80% about that and 20% about T-Mobile. And they T-Mobile's, like, promoting this ad. And That's what I'm going to do. It's, like, weirdly meta, meta-ly effective. It was, like, hilarious. I'm going to now like that. That's going to be one of the criteria. Like if for me, it's all whenever I've had any kind of sponsor or anything, yeah. which I haven't taken a lot um, because of how picky I am in particular. Yeah. It's like, all right, I'm not reading like yeah. I, I'm not going to read your script verbatim, especially if it's not something that I like. I, I want to be able to talk about it naturally. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to give my actual real opinion on the thing. Um, and. I'm going to add a new bullet point at the end where it's like, and I also want to be able to like shit on you mm-hmm. uh, ironically, but not ironically, but ironically, but not ironically, but yep. ironically, but not ironically. Yep. And Dude, be so funny. like, I want to make a parody, you know, an internet historian esque parody, you know, dude, random side comment. I know we're going a little long, um, but I didn't actually realize this. I was talking to my like father-in-law when we were camping. Uh, he, he, I thought he'd be interested in the story. Did you watch the video, the internet historian video about the guy like stuck in the cave? No, not the guy stuck in the cave. I don't think uh, so. Oh, oh, that, that, well, okay. So, but you've seen the internet historian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That video actually got taken down for like plagiarism. Wait, what? And there was like some drama around like 
I didn't look into it a ton because I was like on my phone with bad service. So it was like hard for me to like scroll through to like read. Um, and then there were other some other people that were like, it wasn't plagiarism. It was like a, an historical account. So the fact that he went through like a timeline is going to be the same as a, any other timeline 100%, of events. Yeah. Um, but I was like, oh, shit. I'm like, is that why I haven't seen it in a historian video in a while? That's like, did, did he just like. I'm like, did he get canceled? And I didn't no, know about it. No, please. Yeah, we must can't. protect him. We, I mean, we already lost what's his name, fucking Channel Five News or whatever. Oh yeah. To like some dating a fifteen year old or whatever it was. Uh, don't quote me on that. It, I actually don't remember what it was, but yeah. it was something, something having to do with girls. Damn. Um, and having to. Speaking of apologies, his apology was actually like the. As far as apologies for shitty things go, I want to say that was Bro. one of the best I've seen. Okay, I hate... Oh, really? Best? I hate that I don't know any of the details of this story because I do. But did you see the girl... I don't even know what she did. I don't know who she is, why she's famous, or what she did. But the girl that did the apology video... As a song, she did it. She played the ukulele. You see that meme? It was so that meme was so strong that week. Where she was so, dude. I literally feel un so uncomfortable. Like it's haunting to dude. me. Okay, dude. She, that was so uncomfortable, right? Of course, every single like drama YouTuber, every single one is going to report it. Every podcast that talks about stuff, they're going to report on it. They show clips of the video. Do you know why she did it as a song? She copyrighted so it. She could... And she DMCA'd every single video on YouTube that showed a clip of it. Wait a minute. Is. <laughs> That's what I heard. Isn't that insane? Yeah, but it's also not, I mean, like, so here's the thing. A, was it, what, is this one of these, like, retcon, I was so genius, or did Oh, I it, don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know if it was their plan all along, or if a lawyer was like, I can turn your stupid cringe song into a bunch of money. I have no idea. Yeah, so, the, but the other thing, too, is that, like, a lot more people need to, need to stand up to like dmca shit oh like that. yeah um that stuff is so scuffed because i promise you unless you just like literally just re-uploaded it to your channel or something yeah uh she could dmca claim and then what you do is you say i dispute it and then now the ball's on her court to take you to court yeah i don't know how it worked i mean it was just Man, really not a, tr take a troll on every single person you know what i mean even if like i don't think so dude that seems so unlikely is that what she's saying or is that what oh, people I are like, 900 like I, said, IQ? I wish i had more details in the story i just saw somebody mention that in a video and i was like yo that's crazy dog she you i don't even know her name you know i know so little of the details of the story um, Colleen, I don't know what her fucking name is. Call something Colleen. Um, there's, I, I just, it's hard. 
I'm not going to comment on someone's mental health. Oh, yeah. I... Um, But I have a hard time. I'll just say I have a hard time thinking that this was like a giant. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this was all a 900 IQ move. I agree. Oh God, I I I'm like getting flashbacks of how uncomfortable. Yeah, I was watching that. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just oh, yeah, yeah, it was yeah. interesting. Anyways, um, anyways, uh, <laughs> what a way to what a way to yeah, what a end. way to end it. What a way to end it. I I feel like the whole last half hour we've been off the rails, but I love it. This um, podcast's a basketball, dude. This pot, dude. This podcast is even a basketball sometimes. The sky is um, basketball. Thank you guys so much for hanging. That's uh that's the news this week. Um you guys are the best as always. We you know uh the link is down below, pa- uh patreon.com slash the podcast pod if you want to support us even more and get some additional content. Um but yeah, thank you guys for hanging with us. This will be live on all the places on Monday. Patreons get early access and uh Yeah, thanks for hanging with us, and we will definitely see y'all on the next one. Peace. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.